Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 60 of Utopia to Me with me, your host, Chris Locke. How's it going? Nice to see all of you out there from the sky. I'm, I peeled back some clouds, and my giant eyes are looking down at you right now as you eat grass like a bunch of cows. Episode 60, 6-0, man. I've made it to 60 in, uh, I don't know how long I've been doing this. I feel like two years, so really, I'm not working that hard. But here's the thing. Uh, I'm trying to keep it more regular again because the last few months, almost four months, were taken up with raising a baby, okay? So some of you, uh, if you've listened to the last few episodes, you noticed that I just had a baby. Well, now uh, I've raised it a bit and some of the craziness uh, has subsided and uh, she's five months now. So it's a little bit of chill time. It's not as hectic. And so, and, and also my wife and I were traveling all over Canada all summer, so it's been hard to nail down. Plus, sometimes people ask me to do the podcast, and then look, I'm I'm already starting this one off back uh, after been taking a break with complaining a bit. But sometimes people are like, "Man, I got to do your podcast." I'm like, "I want you to do it," and then they cancel the day of. Like, get out of here! What are you talking about? This is no uh, flippy dippy uh, uh, thing. Flippy dippy thing. You know what I'm talking about when I say that. This episode is good, man. This one, we're back. And uh, and I came back with a powerful uh, vengeance because it's uh, Mark Forward is our guest. And uh, yeah, Mark Forward, uh, super funny guy, killer, uh, successful comedian in Canada, and uh, just a huge original comedic figure in this country and doesn't get... Uh, uh, as much press as he should like we all don't none of us do here and so that's why i'm glad he actually took the time to share a lot of stuff about him we talk about utopia but we talk about a lot of other stuff if you listen to this you know what i'm talking about but i'm already rattling on i'm already rattling on so we got to dive head first into this one so wherever you are take your clothes off submerge yourself into a pool and see how long you can last down there but if you don't drown and you come back up to life then go and put these earbuds into your ear and go for a walk. Take a deep breath. Get zen. You'll see. And listen to episode 60 with Mark Forward. Here we go. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like super not... Uh, you've listened to this. Yeah. You, or, or you say you have. Yeah. So what, you know... You, are you saying you think I'm lying? <laughs> uh, no, it's more like my insecurity. I don't think anyone really listens. Right. Even though people tell me... But anyways, what I'm getting at is you know that this is... Uh, I'm unprofessional. I just go, I start talking like this. Yeah. Not bad. No, it's a great start. <laughs> it's a good start. Uh, well, thanks very much for coming. We started? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> thanks for having me. Um, yeah, it's nice of you to come. And uh, you brought a gift for my wife and I and for my baby. Our baby. Yeah, I'm pretty... Yeah. My wife and I's baby. Very nice. Yeah, both of your babies. <laughs> we both... Uh, yeah, I got to keep telling myself that. Yeah, it's yours too. Yeah, you're right. Fuck. <laughs> uh, this is my first episode back since... Where you been? Learning how to have the baby. Oh. Yeah. Which is something you know. You have a so baby and a child. you had the baby and, and then... Yeah, you've been taking time doing other things. Yeah, well, uh, you know, I've Are been doing sleep? a lot of stand-up, but... Then when I'm not doing stand-up, my schedule is baby brain. I'm screwed. My mush. Right. Yeah. Uh, are you tired? Yes. 
I can't think anymore. This yeah. might be a weird episode. I mean, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> like you say that at the beginning of every episode. Do I? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm insecure, but we'll delve into that and much, much more. I want to say to the people listening, uh, this is Mark Forward we're talking Hi. to. Superstar. Here's the thing. <laughs> I want to... Uh, obvi- okay, so you have listened. So you know we talk about your utopian world. We build it. It's super fun. But before we do that, I have to get the compliments out of the way. Okay. Okay? So, out of most Canadian comedians ever, you're one of the most successful. No. Yes. That stayed in Canada? Yes. No. Big time. And, well then, here, I'll give you this. The way that you push forward as an independent comedian while still in Canada is very, very inspiring to me. I look up to you a lot in that sense. Oh, that's kind of you to say, but I'm not doing anything special. No, just like destroying shows. Uh, what, two Craig Ferguson's appearances? John Oliver's Live at Gotham. Every time you do Just for Laughs in Montreal or JFL 42 in Toronto, mo- most of the articles are praising you uh over the americans especially in that paste magazine that was killer come on yeah that was that was pretty impressive to be amongst those people um and you've also brought your stand-up to the point where you can do any room and it's off kilter original unique and super funny obviously but also more often (laughs) uh, it's very kind um, well, I don't get to say this stuff to you often because you don't follow me on Twitter anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I only don't follow you because you asked me to follow you. <laughs> That's the only reason. I know. You like you liked, uh, turning the screws. Yeah. But here's the thing. Uh, one of the last times I saw you do stand-up, I noticed that you were doing something that, you know, um, I don't know if it really fits into my style, like to big that big uh like that much but it's something that maybe like my two of my favorites richard Pryor and dave Chappelle, can do where they disappear into the characters talking to each other and you can make whole 10 15 minute bits that way and that is the that's the uniqueness that's like you know a unique style of stand-up that not many people can do and not only do you kill uh when you do those bits uh but you get like standing ovations after because of the performance. Like, give me a break. Not a lot of stand-ups <laughs> even come close to that. I like the compliment on them with the aggression <laughs> at the end. Come on. Give me a break. Uh, no, give me a break world to the world that's listening. Oh, if you okay. don't know. I thought, <laughs> thought I was giving you the break. Uh, that's yeah. all kind. I, I don't know. I don't have any self-esteem, so I don't know how to respond to stuff like that. Yeah, neither do I. So it's very kind. I mean... I feel uh, I'm not doing anything and I'm uh, worthless. Yeah. And then you hear another comic say such kind things and it makes you for a second go, oh, yeah, maybe I'm doing okay. And then, you know, I'll leave here and 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 you forget what I fucking said. Feel like garbage again. (laughs) Or you'll say say something weird in the middle of all of this and I'll remember that. Well... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know no focus mean? on that. What did he mean by what that? Mean what by a that? dick. What the hell? Oh, God. There's no escaping our brains. I hate it. We're trapped in... There's s- no escaping our brains. Yeah. They're the worst. I uh, wrote a tweet. You would have seen it, but that's okay. You. <laughs> Don't follow me. No, but I wrote a tweet yesterday, and then I was like, damn it. I should have just 
kept that for my stand-up because basically then what it was... Then just delete it. I might. And write it down and put it in your... But it got a few likes. I treasure those. <laughs> <laughs> I treasure those. So what? <laughs> but it was... I our... tweeted things and then gone, no, that's a good joke. Yeah. I'm going to save it. It's a good, like, uh, joke generator. It is a good joke generator. <laughs> but it was about me being... If I wish I could be able to shrink myself down to the size where I can crawl into my own ear and then just beat the shit out of my brain. I would love to do that. That'd be okay. But there's... Like, if you had a wish... <laughs> that, that'd be a waste. I don't think you'd waste that. And also, I don't understand. Like, is there another you? Like, you'd shrink... That's the surreal shrink- absurdity of it. How the <laughs> hell does he climb into his own ear? Ah! Now you're just a The literal-minded comic... Comedy audiences are so mad at me right now. Yeah. <laughs> He's just a small guy trying to get into his ear now. Well, I took it further. Because uh, at, at this size, you could do the same thing you would if you were small. Because it's just you. There's only one you. Do well, you know yeah, I mean? you're right. Like, I, I kind of Technically, I don't have to shrink. I could stay the size I am now and just take a knife and stab my own head. Well, you could just stab <laughs> yourself in the head and die. <laughs> um, Wait, have you seen the movie Fantastic Voyage? Uh, you know, yeah, where they sci-fi. shrink down the, the, the ship and they go into the bloodstream and all that stuff. Yeah, so if I was in a ship that shrunk down and was traveling through my own body but again, with you, scientists, you need- and then we got to the brain part and the scientists are like, ooh, look, the brain. I look out the window like, ash, who gives a shit? You'd be putting on your boxing gloves in the corner? Yeah, I'd be like, I fucking, let's go somewhere else. And let's go beat the shit out of that brain? <laughs> or I'd just be passive, like, let's go somewhere else. Why not... <laughs> Let's go somewhere else in my body. <laughs> go through all that science to be <laughs> passive-aggressive at the end. <laughs> Towards my own brain. So, uh, anyways. Even though your, basically brain, I brought your that, brain would know you're being passive because your brain made you say that. Isn't that crazy? That's why. I'm still confused that there's not two of you. But anyway. I don't know. The, the, it's, maybe, I, maybe the one inside me would be a clone. Your wish to the genie would have to be... <laughs> And I don't know. I threw a genie in. I'm sorry. Maybe you were at a wishing well or a star. Yeah. I don't know your religion, but uh, well, well, <laughs> no, never a star. So it would have to be. I need two of me, then shrink one of me, so I can go inside of the other one. Now that I think about it, years ago I saw a Futurama episode where they made tiny clones of their, themselves, right, to go into. Oh no, maybe they shrunk. I don't know. Yeah, it's here's the thing. The reason why I brought up this stupid nonsense right off the top is because I can relate to the self-loathing. Yeah, I know you can. Okay, you're a huge self-loather. Yeah, to the max. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you're getting better though, right? I don't in, think in so. Your older age, you don't think so? I think what I'm getting better at is uh, being able able to articulate it, and I sort of can't move on. With things until I've turned it into a joke and it makes me laugh. Do you find that? Uh, no. Well, here's the thing. I, in my stand-up, I talk pretty, like, about, like, it is me. It's but with life. you, you you are a character for the most part. Yeah. But But do you find that, like, you know, your characters usually fight with each other and stuff. Do you find that that's sort of a version of working it out to a degree? Uh, no. No, it's just I, yeah, a funny no, sketch. I don't really use my stand-up in that way, like to to figure things out or talk things out. I do it heavily in my real life, like I psychoanalyze everything I do and how I do it. But do you I, go to a therapist? I used to. I used to. I went for a bit, and I was a guy in my twenties that was like would have mocked it. Yeah, 
And then I came to a place where I was like, I need, I need help. Yeah. It was great. It was, it really was? great. See, people keep telling me I need to go. All my, You've uh, never gone? All my friends are doing it, and I don't do it. I think you should do it. I asked my doctor recently for a thing. Hey, guys, what's up? <laughs> I forgot I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> I, asked, I asked my doctor yesterday, in my underwear, can I have a therapist, please? <laughs> uh, I hope everything was okay health-wise. <laughs> Uh, my blood pressure is a little high. I need to. G- I hope your doctor didn't say, "Well, you're not going to need it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, therapist. Uh, okay. To me, you're wasting your money. Try uh, no more meat. <laughs> uh, your blood pressure was high. A bit, yeah. A bit. Okay. But I also think I get white coat syndrome. How about you? You have what? White goat syndrome. White coat syndrome. White goat cheese syndrome. I'm addicted. No. uh... White goat syndrome. It's when you're in the doctor's office and your blood pressure and stuff doesn't give a good read because your anxiety is through the roof. Oh, I didn't know it had a name. Yeah, you probably have it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but my doctor usually just goes, I think that's probably because you're nervous. He doesn't doesn't make a stupid name for it? No, he doesn't have the technical name. So now I'm worried about my doctor. Is he always looking out the window when he talks to you? There's no window in my... (laughs) My doctor has a huge window in his office. Really? And he, he tells me to take wistful? all my clothes off. And then he's wistful. He looks out the window <laughs> for a minute. Yeah, he's always daydreaming. <laughs> While I'm sitting there naked in front of this giant window. Are you serious? He has a window? <laughs> no. No. That'd be the best. I mean, I, for I him. I can't believe I went along with that. <laughs> I mean, I should have went along with the improvised watch, but I also in my head was like, why would a doctor ever have a window? Yeah, your doctor doesn't have a window? <laughs> Um, okay, so you. I guess if you were on the top floor. Yeah, there's the thing. You could have a window. But then you could always get the window cleaner, looks in right when you're, you know, the doctor. You know how the doctor. Just don't make lifts up your during pe- that hour. <laughs> yeah. He lifts up your what? They're like, are you available at two? And I'm like, wait. When does the I window cleaner come again? Two conversations. <laughs> yeah, I get. To, well, he I just caught what you what? said. I just caught what you said. What? He lifts up your what? You were oh, right. Your doctor lifts up your... And then I left the, the window washer. Well, I actually wrote this down yesterday because... Do you find this? Nothing makes a human being feel more like a barn animal than having to check up with the doctor. Uh, yeah. You, like they touch your penis like it's a cow's tongue. Yeah. Yeah, they touch your penis in a way that uh the rest of you the 99.9% of the rest of your life no one has touched your penis that way <laughs> yeah yeah there's no love <laughs> well, yeah yeah <laughs> it's cold yeah yeah it's 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 not fun no you're nervous i'm like i know it's small i'm fat <laughs> yeah so you lose like a centimeter with each 10 pounds you're overweight are you fucking serious yeah your dick's much bigger than you think, Chris. So you don't have to be. It's in there. Fuck! I hate guys with huge dicks. There are a lot of guys with huge dicks, and they're they're a they're these a type guys. They're running the shit. <laughs> we haven't even talked about. Uh, anyways, I have a couple friends with big dicks, and I'm always kind of like, oh man. Do you? Yeah. They say it, or you've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah. You know, by accident or whatever. 
by accident. <laughs> I did quotes if you can. But the, yeah, because they're probably like peeing so far away from the urinal. You know, you go camping or you, you're in a urinal or you're at a sporting event where they have those troughs or there's lots of. I just want everyone <laughs> listening to know there's a way you can see penises. Yeah, it's true. For ladies that don't know, we have uh, some sporting events, they have giant troughs they want us to pee in. Yeah. Like a bunch of donkeys outside of a saloon. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no, I guess they drank out of those. <laughs> Some the donkeys just peed on the road. They didn't use, pee in a trough. Here's the thing. It'd be a pretty classy joint for <laughs> if they had a urinal for donkeys. <laughs> Damn, this is a classy joint. So I don't know if that's a good People comparison. People walking in see a donkey pissing in a trough and are like, I don't think I'm dressed right for this place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, On top of being Canada, one of Canada's best stand-up comedians. Oh, stop. Just take, remember this it's part not, and take though. it home with you. It's not, though. Don't you find that everyone's saying everyone is Canada's, one of Canada's greatest stand-up comics? What? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> why did you, why did you do that gesture? Because. I'm not allowed to. No, that? I know what you're saying. Okay. And I agree. Okay. Then what was that gesture? It was like, stop. No, because it's like, oh, brother, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. But that's why I don't want the uh, I bet the sincerity to be said lost it to most of the people you've had on this podcast. Mm, I've probably said it to yeah. Mike Wilmot, yeah, Brent Butt. Well, don't go through them now. <laughs> uh, the I've also had some Americans on that are the best of America. <laughs> but I do no, find I don't right say... now in Canadian stand-up, if you look at any tweet, any poster, anything, it's. These are the best stand-ups in Canada. I know what you mean. Hyperbole is big in this industry because it's all we got. Yeah. But so my compliment to you my, and me saying uh, that I actually look up to you uh, is true. It's completely well, sincere. very, very kind, Chris. I don't say that to a lot of people. I appreciate that. I don't say that to uh, anybody. You, but that's different, right? Like your personal opinion that you lo- you like what I do is very nice. Rather than when I hear the, you know, one of Canada's best is like, well, that that has no meaning to me. That reminds me that more so of like, much. that reminds me of like, yeah, an MC bringing you up at like an yeah. open mic. And yeah. you're like, well. One of best, he's been on Halifax Comedy yeah. Festival. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 He's like, here's, he's one of, my, one of my favorites to watch. And then they bring you up. And, and you do well, the and then after you, <laughs> what? And then they go to the wash, <laughs> and then they go to the washroom. Then they come back, and they're like, "And now my favorite comedian of all time, my good pal Jeffy." <laughs> and Jeffy goes on stage and is like, "What's up with you, bitch?" <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I didn't think Jeffy was going to be so aggressive. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, you're comparing me to Jeffy. I got to tell you something. If I was uh, in Jeffy's team of PR. There is no Jeffy, by the way. But yeah, <laughs> why did you why did you take up the curtain? I was gonna go into a whole lot oh, of Jeffy. What's going? On? If you were Jeffy's PR man, well, I just think Jeffy. People going to see a guy named Jeffy wouldn't expect, you know, such an angry comic to hit the stage. What's up, bitches? Didn't he say that? Yeah. Which yeah. Uh, even He's though cute. I was in character, I feel bad about using that word. God, Jeffy. <laughs> What if the, what if he slowly takes over and I just turn into this character Jeffy all the That'd time? That'd be great. Is he is it Jeffy with a Y or an IE? 
Uh, ooh, I don't know. I pictured Y, but okay. then I guess, yeah, IE is pretty cool. Yeah. It's, but it's G-E-O-F-F-I-E. His album is in a jiffy. In a jiffy. Jiffy. <laughs> I'll be there in a jiffy. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. What? Let's move on. But before we move on, <laughs> yeah, I just also want to point out, because, yeah, we got sidetracked about hyperbole in Canadian showbiz. Yeah. Which I agree with, but um, <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying not to say some things, but yeah, you're also a writer all the time. You yeah. wrote on two of like Canada's, uh, uh, yeah, I've new comedies on uh, some stuff. Can yeah, oh uh, yeah. I mean, I wrote for three years on Mr. D, and then I was fired, and then uh, I wrote on John Doerr show for two years, and I wrote. On a show called What Would Sal Do, which is coming out in January. Nice. Yeah. I've been lucky. There you go. I've been very lucky. So now we got some of that out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> now we can move on in a Jeffy. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. You got to admit. Yeah, it's good. It's good work. Yeah. Um, so congratulations on that. Hey, thanks. Uh, I'm not as inspired by you in that sense because I can't sit still to write a script. I go too crazy. All right, but good work. There's fun. There's fun in a room though, in a good room. There's there's fun that I think you might like. Yeah, coming up with the ideas is fun. I want to do it. I've bantering and I've guest written on some shows. Um, but yeah, I, I'm uh, I'm impatient. I could see that. Um, it does take time. And I do admire your work ethic. Hey, You're a hard worker. I Can- one of Canada's best <laughs> hard workers. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything you want to say to the young comedians out there that are looking up to you at this exact moment? They're not. They are not. They are. Don't even give me the a... young comics don't even go watch. They don't sit and watch anybody. They leave the room. Okay, but you've got, got admit, another set coming up. When no, you're you new don't. as a comedian, your ego is fucked it's out of whack like you don't want to listen to anybody you think you're going to change the world that's true that's where like a lot of those guys are coming from i think i remember being like that in my 20s like a little dickhead that's true but on top of that i knew well enough to watch every single comic i'd never seen yeah i'd give them once that's true and then if i didn't like what i was seeing or if it wasn't gonna influence me then i wouldn't watch again but that's true. I would true. at least watch once. So you think there's like a rash of young guys not even sticking around to watch the pros once? Oh, they're definitely not. Yeah. I think the last Yuck Yucks gig I did was, was a while ago. I think there was 11 people on the bill. I was 11th and there was one person there at the end of the show. So. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I don't, I, well, I'm getting too heavy. I know. I know Let's what you mean. No, that's... Jeffy, that's a, that's Jeffy, if you're listening, <laughs> don't release an album yet. You haven't even been paid yet, yeah. right? I just think it's easier to progress in, in this day and age, which is great, but it also has its hindrance. That's all. Now I'm done being heavy. I'll be heavy. I haven't said this on the podcast yet. Do you think it's funny that some people record albums and teach courses on stand-up and they've never been paid or headlined as a stand-up <laughs> comedian? Can I say that? It really makes me f- feel like my hard work is just a little limp dick getting kicked by a fucking <laughs> falling well, tree branch. That's what I mean. Like it's just that's true. You got to admit that is true, and it's and it's infuriating. It's insane. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. 
Yeah, because I think if we delve into that, we're going to start name dropping. Name Jeffy. 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 <laughs> Go uh, learn how to make money as a stand-up uh, in a Jeffy. But I agree, and that's what I mean. Like, it's. I think it's just easier. Anybody can put out an album now. That's why it's so easy. Yeah. All you need is one of these little recorders and and, yeah. a, and, a, and a room. Yeah. And then beyond that, it's not a lot of work. No. But I kind of like that. I mean, I d- do independent albums, and I kind of like that because they do work for you. And I've always like I agree. Grown up in I the mean, independent though, but comedy, it, but it's like one of those but great f- things. But it's also a hindrance. That's what I mean. Yeah, I still feel like oh god, I'm gonna bite my uh, bite my own foot. Whatever the expression is. Yeah, the old bite your old foot. Before your hand, uh, but you kind of got to still earn being a radical comedian, right? Yeah, it'll sound better. Your album will sound better. I think so. Oh boy, I have an album coming out. No one's gonna like it now. They're gonna be like, "You're a dick." No, I don't. I I, I don't think here the people I think that we're talking about would never a listen to this or b take advice. So or <laughs> c think that it's them we're talking about that's cool that's totally true right they're just walking through life blindly and that's fine yeah it's just garbage they're they're putting out that's all yeah and then there's people like tim steves that only just did an album now yeah which is insane yeah because he should have like if if he came up in this time he could have had like five out you know totally i put mine out 13 years in yeah so i'm not and i'm not saying you can't put it out earlier. I'm just saying. No, I but it's, a, it's, it's, it's I the same a comedy now that's living on TV right now that yeah. I wish I could get my hands on and destroy because it's not the comic I want out there. And yeah. It's not the jokes I want out there. No, you're just saying this because it's the same Jeffies that don't sit, stand, stay to watch the yeah. pros. Yeah. They're going to be a pro before they know how to be a pro. Yeah. That's good advice, and I got to admit that I was a part of that, too, and I totally agree, and it drives me nuts. So, now that we're old grumblers, let's move on and build this perfect utopian world. But I hope people listening uh, know that... Do you uh, just cut all that out? No. That Mark is one of Canada's best, and would someone please uh, promote this podcast and say that I'm one of Canada's best, too, and then we'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> but Did have you thought listened of- to your podcast? Yeah. Well, that's good. One guy in New Zealand <laughs> for some reason and um 20 of my closest buds. Okay, cool. Everybody that came to my album recording it's- listens to this. Oh man. I think. <sighs> okay. So, have you had a t- have you thought about any utopian world ideas? No. This is going to be great. World building. This is what you do in your writer's room all the time. This is your. This is the fun. What? Do we start small? I want it to be... What I want everybody that comes on to know is that it doesn't even have to be this world. You can literally start from scratch. Right. You can take elements... Like you can be like able to... Like sh- people. Yeah. Right. Like you could be... You could live in a universe where you're allowed to shrink yourself... And f- go into your own ear and nobody questions the logic. Right. Okay. And I know you're a space guy. Yeah, I love space. You like space. I know you're an animal guy. Yeah. So I feel like you'll have some good uh, ideas. <laughs> and you're a funny guy. One of Canada's best. 
I love the now idea I'm, that that those worlds are all there, right? Like the 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 concept of a multi universe blows my brain yeah, apart to the max. That uh, if that is true, that there's you know endless universes that this is happening somewhere else but completely different yeah like we could be ducks yeah when was it cosmo yeah like yeah like howard the duck yeah like there's a there's a there's a world out there where chris Locke uh is 100 percent successful and uh, like successful for real believes in himself yeah it's not this world It'll never be this world, but out you there don't know that. in the multiverse, maybe this is. Is the it world the co- where is it, it Cosmos the sh- the new Cosmos where they show the concept of multiverse and then they pan out and the universes are all like bubbles in like a stream of water? Possibly. Wow. <laughs> I, I was just more interested in the concept than the visual, but yeah, I think that's I whatever think that's I watched it. that explained multiverse one time. You got it. <laughs> no, but it was like. Bubbles bouncing up to each other. Right. We're all universes. Like, give me a fucking break. Yeah, like each Big Bang is another creation of another one. Yeah. Hmm. What do you think about this uh, star that's dimming all the time? And they think it's like this, well, they could be a giant alien megastructure. <laughs> Have you read about that? No. That's, uh, that's probably not. <laughs> There's a star that's been dimming at a weird rate that really? they've never seen before. Oh. Yeah, it's been dimming for about 100 years that they can but it's been starting to dim rapidly. But it's not like a, it's a, a supernova. Yeah. Oh, I I'll have to look that up. <sighs> Alien megastructure that just dims a bit. One of the stars of the Big Dipper, uh Betelgeuse is going to Don't say it three times. Any day. Really? Uh it could explode tomorrow, it could explode whenever. And when it does, We'll see it in the in the in the daytime. It'll be so bright that you'll look up and you'll see this bright thing in the sky. And the thing is, the general public doesn't know this. Yeah. So imagine the chaos that that's going to cause for like five minutes till people go on the internet. But yeah, when it was like, okay, guys, it's just a supernova. But it reminds me of Brexit. They all voted, and then the next day they were like, shit, shit. and they all Googled what <laughs> Brexit was. <laughs> Yeah, I love it did that. Have a bit of a feel like that. Didn't I really it? love that. <laughs> but doesn't a supernova? It could kill us. Yeah, because it turns into a black hole, doesn't but it? But the way it, the way the uh, I, yeah yeah it uh, it'll shoot two two streams of the uh, of stuff that could kill us. But um, that's very scientific, eh? Stuff that could kill us. <laughs> but uh, it'll miss us. It'll miss us if it does that. We're so lucky. We are definitely a Goldilocks planet. Very much so. Um, Very much so. Do you like that term? I get it. (laughs) (laughs) So you enjoy things you get. Do you like it? I do like it. I mean, yeah. I, 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 I will find it interesting when we meet other planets. And we're like, oh, you're in the Goldilocks zone. And they'll be like, what the fuck are you talking yeah, about? And you're like, oh, it's a story. It's a kid's story. Oh, you base all your science on <laughs> children's books? Yeah, and they're like, what, how are these bears? They have a house like yeah. this? Yeah, and they... <laughs> what? <laughs> what? They have hard of hearing. They're people from this planet. 
They say what a lot. But they're actually like bears that talk, but have hard of hearing. And they're like, why is this human entering our house? Uh, so you like the idea. So even in your perfect universe or perfect world, utopian yeah. world, you're in a multiverse. Yeah. So would you be able to travel and check them out? Check out these alternate realities? If if we could take them all okay, and put it in one place. Mm-hmm. So like... Multiverse. This is what planet. I would like. I would like. Do you know? Do you know? Five minutes later, when you're like, "Oh fuck, I shouldn't have done that," or "I should have done this better," or "I failed as a human being." Yeah. I would like a five. I would like a five. I would like a rewind. I would like a PVR. We all have a PVR in our pocket. That'd be for cool. those moments you can rewind. And I don't think you should be able to do it uh, indefinitely. Like it recharges, maybe. Yeah, you got to wait for a recharge if you use it. You know what's really mind bendy though? What? If everybody's going to these PVR moments, your timelines with nobody, anybody, never matches up. Everybody's going back, <laughs> trying to. <laughs> everybody's going backwards, trying to correct different moments. Yeah, like I go back. That to were all a, just these blurs looking at each other. I go back to a lunch where I want to <laughs> change something that I said to the other person. And that person went back, so they never went to lunch with me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're like, oh, what the oh, hell? Shit. Then you'd like try to chase each other by going backwards in time. <laughs> just like always one step behind. I guess in real like, life. Like all of a sudden so- you show up at a gas station in the desert and you're like, was Jeffy here? <laughs> and then like he just went back in time. And you're like, fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I never thought of that. But um, but it could just be you that has that capability, and no one knows. Well, right, it's my perfect world. Right? There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, well, how about this? They get a notification on their thing that says, Mark is requesting uh, rewinding five minutes ago. <laughs> Do you accept? And then they can say yes or no. Interesting. So if they say no, that's because you, you still want them to have a choice. Yeah. About... Your mistake. Yeah. So you still have to live with mistakes because they can say no all the time. No, like, you yeah. Know? Well, because I think... I but don't having wanna, the option makes you feel good. I don't want to remove the fact that... Because then you'll never learn, right? Yeah. I don't want to remove that totally. Right. This is the kind of paradox evolve. that comes up a lot. Is how do we learn our lessons if every, if we get everything we want all the time? Yeah, well, we've met children like that. They're horrible, <laughs> right? They're little pieces of shit. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, Ralphie. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's... Don't you have a joke about that exact oh, kid? Oh, like Dante. The, Don, Dante. Dante. Dante, yeah. Yeah, a bunch of Dantes running around. Yeah. Um, yeah, you don't want that. No. So I would like that. Just five minutes. I guess yeah. if I was going to wish for that, you know, you'd want to go all the way back to. So this is a thing you fixate a lot on, a lot on in the real world. For real, is like in the I real world, back? I I always go fuck. I really blew that one. I really really blew that one. So are you like me? Are you like a? Well, yeah, actually, oh, this is another reason why I'm glad you're doing the podcast because you're sort of enigmatic. You don't have a Facebook profile. Yeah. And Canadian biz. PR and press being as it is, you don't have like a bunch of interviews or anything going around. So you're kind of like, 
you show up, destroy shows, and then you're enigmatic. You're not exposing yourself on the internet all the time. Uh, well, I mean, you tweet, but... I tweet. But you don't do... Uh, you know. I mean, I have a Facebook page, but it's mostly just show updates. Um, yeah. I don't put anything on there. Yeah. I don't put my life on anything. So wait, why did I bring that up, though? Well, it's all right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what were we talking about? Dante's? <laughs> We were yeah. talking about, yeah, that I, doesn't matter. I, but yeah. The, Green tea uh, makes my brain hyper. I would have used that PVR a lot in my 20s and 30s. Right. Um, oh, this is what I was going to, oh, this is what I was going to ask. Yeah. In real life, are you one of those guys that soberly emails the person the next day and explains what you meant or what you didn't mean to do the night before and then they always write back like what you're crazy i didn't think that at all don't worry about it and then you're like ah fuck yeah i I do that all the time i used to be that all the time yeah and then i calmed my brain yeah that's me um yeah because you need to go talk to someone i would love to we'll do it bye (laughs) do it right now and i'll wait yeah, I'll wait. so you you Keep actually recording. I won't say anything. <laughs> you go have a your session. podcast is my therapy session. <laughs> you go have a session, and then come back. We won't even press pause. You'll just hear me breathing for an hour. Your new podcast is called Shh, "Listen to This." It's Chris. <laughs> it's r- uncut. Uh, so you uh, your therapy honestly got you out of like ha- having freak out moments like that. Yeah, but in your. In your perfect utopian multiverse, yeah, you would still like to have the option to go back five minutes later and just correct a few things. Yeah, I mean, I don't do it as often as I as I used to because I used to. Uh, my heart was always in the right place, but my mouth wasn't, and um, so I. Yeah, I, I was not very smart with with my passion. <laughs> So I've learned to control it better and stay calm in those moments. So I don't have as many of those anymore. In all of life? Or like with everybody? Or like just comedy career? Uh, in all of life. Yeah. Yeah. So you'd say something and then they'd be like, ugh. And you'd be like, no. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I hate that. Um, I would also say stuff that I thought was 100% true and I totally believed. And then the next day I go, ah, you don't really. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know that sucks. Having a st- hardcore, steadfast opinion sucks because then you're just like, "Oops." Yeah, and I found in my older age now that I just uh, take time, think, and then decide. Eh, it's, it's, even if I believe that, it's not really worth going into. Right. So that's the whole thing on the internet these days, with all these different uh, all these rash jumping on things. Well. Like uh, women expressing themselves and different minority groups expressing themselves. And then white guys being like, no, <laughs> when they really don't have to say no. Yeah, they don't have to say no. Yeah, they all. could just sit and listen. It's hard to like, I guess for some people to learn that. Like, you don't have to say anything. No, you don't have to say anything <laughs> at all ever. Yeah. You can stay quiet all the time. One of my most successful friends in the world doesn't say anything (laughs) he just lets people talk themselves into circles around him and that's how you cruise by it's crazy i'm gonna guess nathan it's nathan 
Yeah. Nathan, I had one of those. Oh, God. What were you doing? Where? Uh, it was at JFL. And um, I was, it was late and I had been drinking. And I kept pointing at him. And I was like, Mark, you're pointing at Nathan <laughs> too much. And then I apologized like an idiot for pointing. And then I felt even stupider. And he was like, yeah, it's fine. And I was like, yeah, now it's not fine. And yeah. Yeah, he'll twist you into knots by simply doing nothing. Nothing. He's very good at that. There was that night, um, really fun night. We got drunk at uh, Bridgetown, too, in his hotel room. Yeah. Or someone's hotel room. Maybe it was Lauren's hotel room. Oh, right. That was a fun night. <laughs> and I think you dumped crackers onto his bed or something. I did? Onto Nathan's? No, it was actually, I think we were in... We were in Lauren's room. Lauren's room. Can we say Lauren on this? <laughs> I don't know. Can I do the alt out again, please? <laughs> <laughs> Have you asked? <laughs> yeah. He w- oh, really? Yeah. See, I haven't asked, so I didn't Just know. once. Just once. And he said no? He didn't say anything. He didn't even reply. But one time I owed him. Uh, they took a Diamond Field took a picture of me at Doug Benson's podcast with Doug and Sean and Scott Thompson and me this year. Yeah, yeah. and they put a tweet. Uh, Here's Doug, Scott, Sean, and the crew. Oh man, come <laughs> on! The thing is, is I, I guess nobody knows what the hell we're talking about. Well, right now. we we share the same. Uh, old agent who's a very nice, sweet man. Yeah, but uh, he's holding a bit of a grudge. Yeah, just we. Uh, I guess we kind of left the agency at the same time and noticed that. Yeah, his show is really good. The Alt Out's a really great show, awesome show, and I'd love to jump on. <laughs> this is Chris worrying. Okay, I'm, I'm going to tell you the. Well, I'll tell. Well, I owed him. I don't remember dumping crackers on his bed though. Uh, anyways, he's a nice guy. He let it go. I do but yeah, he is holding a grudge. All his expensive wine and drank it. I had to give him a. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, we definitely did. Okay. I think I even stayed up really late that night. Like I ended up drinking with Will Weldon and Andy Haynes or someone, and or Andy uh, Wood until six or seven or something. And then Lauren walked by me in the morning with his uh, luggage to go to the airport, and I'm still standing out there drunk. Like, hey, Lauren. <laughs> But yeah, no. Uh, one of the last uh, checks I had to money e transfers I had to give him for a percentage, which I was happy to do because he was my. Uh, you know the security question in the banking. Yeah. Uh, the question was, can I do the alt out again? So he had to type yes to get the money. <laughs> <laughs> but I still haven't done it yet. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's funny. It's good to have that down on a recording, right? <laughs> well, he knows. It's yeah. not like he's listening to this. He's a great, nice, and you sweet man. haven't said anything bad. No, he's a great, sweet man. It's just that, uh, yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, he was a good, good guy. Okay, so, <laughs> in your multiverse. Let's start a hashtag, get Chris back at the alt dot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think Michael and uh, Jen would be on that, Carolyn. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah, we're being real inside right now. I could edit this if you want. Uh, I'm talking to the people listening right now. It's already out, and they're listening. I can edit this if you want, retroactively, with my five-minute... Well, in my pe- utopia, you can. Yeah, with my PVR. Anything else in the multiverse that we, 
We in my utopia, you can listen to podcasts and edit out things that you just heard, and, and then you don't, then you never heard them. <laughs> that would be sweet. I didn't like that part. I'm going to edit it out, and then it goes back. You edit it out. Yeah, it's sort of like repressing a memory, but cleaner. Yeah, yeah, because like there's no uh, redigging it up. It's gone. No, it's gone. Yeah, I like that. What about animals? I've always liked how you've slipped. Uh, your love for animals into, into some of your bits. I do have a lot of animal stuff in there. Uh, because they're the best. They're the best. They're better than humans, you got to admit. I just like, I guess it's very farsight-esque, but I just like that they don't have any of the problems we have. If we weren't here, they'd be fine. This world would go on till an asteroid blew it up. I mean, that's why the dinosaurs lived way longer than we ever will. Yeah. Because they didn't have our bullshit. They didn't have ego. No. They got up in the morning, they looked for food, and then they went to bed or they had sex. Yeah. And I got to make more of these. That's all animals want. Those are the weirdest fossils fossils ever found are dinosaur beds. (laughs) (laughs) Right? A lot of those were found in what? Alberta? Yeah. A lot of them were found in Alberta. The Alberta beds. (laughs) The Alberta dino beds. Dino beds. uh, Massive structures. Yeah. Just massive. Uh, no, but you're Kathleen, right. Ego is the thing. Kathleen McGee, actually. No, not Kathleen McGee. Oh, shoot. It's Kathleen. Uh, <laughs> who, who? From Sleep Country. Kathleen. Sleep Country, Canada? Oh, I don't know. Anywhere else. Oh, yeah. Uh, Christine McGee. Christine McGee. Yeah, yeah, she freaked when she saw those beds. She was like, oh, my God. We got to build mattresses. Big enough. Uh, all right. Here's the thing. You're right about ego. It's the destructor. Yeah. That's what kills us. I was just thinking about it today. Um, like, because I see all this stuff uh, on uh, on uh, the Facebook now about <clears throat> which men are allies or not. Right. But you know what? They're all secretly evil slugs that just want to fuck and kill the other guy. Yeah. So stop. I hate all this superficial <laughs> pretending all the yeah, time. Yeah, it's pretty garbage, right? Like, just yeah. be kind to the women in your life. Yeah. You don't have to uh, put out a bat signal that you're, uh, you're being kind to women because you just should be kind to women. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's the weird like, part. Everyone are being kind to women. You, don't, you shouldn't have to yell that. Right? Yeah. It'd be like that, waking up every morning going, hey, I didn't, uh, I didn't murder anyone. No, we assume you didn't murder anyone. We assume you're being nice to people. Yeah. I literally, when I see a guy being like, listen, guys, here's the thing. <laughs> I'm always like, you want to fuck, you horny little fucking dick? <laughs> Just take it easy. None of us are waving, like, you know, we're all, it's fine. <laughs> but everybody wants The internet to- is the grand exaggerator. Oh, massive massive i mean the 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 most amazing thing was watching the whole caitlin jenner thing and the that to me is the internet that is the internet right now right so caitlin jenner has gets the sex chains everyone's like she's a hero god god bless her she's amazing she's a beautiful person and it's like well no um he was a dick before he turned into a woman. That doesn't make him not a dick anymore. But I'm not going to say anything, and no. I'm not going to support him. I'm just going to go, yeah, that's fine if he wants to have his exchange. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. 
But then, you know, we're a few months removed. Everybody hates him again. Yeah. Well, he hates gays. He hates gays. <laughs> doesn't believe in gay marriage. He's a Republican. <laughs> and he's... He, she... I'm not doing that to be disrespectful. Yeah. But he was a Republican. Yeah. He had all these beliefs before he came to the world. So this, this sanctimonious, like, yeah, we support this thing that we're not even researching or looking yeah. into. Or we all hated him on that show, Kardashians. But now he's done this brave thing. You have to support it. And I hate that about the internet right yeah. now. Well, let's give it some thought. Let's give it some time. Let's give it some... It drives me nuts. It reminds me of like, you know those Terry Gilliam animations where it'd just be like a crowd and it'd be like... Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> like, is that the internet? Yeah. Like, well, they, just going from location to location. Ellen DeGeneres was, was being called a racist. Yeah. Because she posted a mem of d- her on Usain Bolt's back saying, I'm going to get everywhere this way now because he's the fastest man in the world. Yeah. No, she's. They were, it's racist because you're on the back of a black man and he's taking you everywhere. Now, I get that that could oh. be how some people look at it. But. Yeah, I didn't even see that. Yeah. This called arms. Everyone's going to get together and say Ellen DeGeneres is. Come on. Yeah. Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> come on. The shit that woman's been through. She probably thought that of the joke or whoever wrote the joke, she probably thought it and thought, that's cute. Yeah. At the most. At the most, <laughs> yeah. it's cute. Yeah, it's cute because Usain the... Bolt is insanely fast and look at me. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not even that funny. I always find... It's just cute. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, you're right. It's not even that funny. I always find that people are like... It seems to me, I should say, that the people that are pointing the fingers first actually have the problem with race or sexism themselves and they're yeah. projecting it I'll and then you're like it. oh i just learned this about you because of your weird self-righteous post or whatever yeah. because everyone else is chill like it's you know just this jumping to arms that i'm like I, look i i agree that yeah people should be able to have sex chains i don't care but this giant like you have to love it, and you have to be a hero, and you have to do it. I mean, South Park did a great episode on it. Um, Bill Burr talked about it. It was great. Um, it, it's just, I, I don't understand it right now. It's just this jumping to. So that's why I really like in my older age. I'm sorry. There's times I'll go to tweet something, and I go, no, just, you don't have to jump in on this, on this thing. You can take some time, uh, learn about it, yeah. do a bit of research. Yeah. What about the my favorite version of like that is the uh everyone saying Je suis Charlie and then like a few months later being like, Ooh, these cartoons are fucking <laughs> awful <laughs> You know? Yes. They're like, I can't get behind these fucking shit cartoons. They're evil. Yeah. Uh all right, so none of this like mob nonsense. No, I think ego. Maybe ego completely is gone. That'd be that'd be interesting. But if it's gone, would you need the PVR? Probably not, because uh, you wouldn't know. You'd be okay. I don't know. Uh, if you take away ego, I'm trying to think, do you still mess up? Is not having ego like having a lobotomy? <laughs> hey, well, ego, yeah, is like a sense of self, right? So. <laughs> I think we're thinking more like egotistical. Right, right. You're right. 
Yeah, you don't want to be like uh, cuckoo's nest. Do you ever have moments when you were recording your podcast and you just heard five people yell at you that are listening? Uh, I was like, come on, guys, it's not ego. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm worried about every goddamn episode. (laughs) This is like... This is therapy kind of for you. Me? No, I just like chatting with funny people. Um... So where's where does it get weird when you when I point out that people are going to be listening to this, then you kind of, oh yeah, then I'm like oh Christ, <laughs> and then they're like why Christ? <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think. I'd listen, after all that inside baseball stuff, they've all turned it off. It's all right. You're fine. Yeah, they're doing the dishes skipped- anyways, and their kids are crying. Yeah, and they skipped on to the next guest. Yeah. No, they're still waiting to hear about the goddamn utopian world. <laughs> we keep getting sidetracked. That's my worst problem with this. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, well, um, I mean, my yeah, utopian right. world would probably not have people on it. Nice. It would just be animals. Could the animals talk to you? I'm not there. I'm a person. <laughs> oh, you're not even there. No. My utopian world is I'm not there. Well, just imagine we're not here. Because people are always saying, uh, you know, climate change and yada, yada, yada. It'll be the end of the world. No. It won't. We'll die. Yeah. And everything else will carry on. Yeah. See how quickly grass grows out of cracks and sidewalks? Yeah. Two weeks. (laughs) It's already trying. Two weeks. It's going to be a lush wonderland. No, but I mean, look, really look at sidewalk cracks when you... Because I weed my cracks. And sometimes when I'm doing it, I'm like, why are you wasting your life? But if you don't, it'll obviously <laughs> overgrow your backyard. So I have to do it. But at the moment I'm doing it, I'm like, oh, God, is this really purple? Yes, it does. Sir. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, like within two weeks, nature's already trying to say, get get off me. Get these patio stones out of here. <laughs> and they're not supposed to be here. And just let us do our thing. Yeah. There's a great show, I think it's on Discovery, where they look at the planet like if we're gone. And you look at the cities and how it'll all just be. That's my... Wow, I didn't know about that show. That's one of my favorite... Yeah, I guess it's sort of morbid fantasies, but I always want to go and see what this planet will look like with the overgrowth on top of everything. Yeah. Well, it would it would happen quite quickly. You know, like that Viking house like up in Newfoundland or something, like the whole world looking like that. <laughs> yeah, I think they built that one that way. Oh, they built it in I the grass? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they built <laughs> Well, some of these uh, high-rises have gardens on top. <laughs> yeah, they would grow over. Well, what? Well, look, isn't there a tree? Oh, we're in Hyde Park, by the way. And we're isn't there at a tree growing out of the top of the subway thing there yeah yeah i've looked at those before isn't that cool out of the gutter out of the gutter or the yeah so i mean life life finds a way i love it maybe a tree will grow out of my face when i'm sleeping but this would be a beautiful beautiful planet filled with wonderful animals that's the other thing too when people are like why haven't we heard from aliens well maybe all those other planets they're just wonderful places where animals are running free and they don't give two flying fucks yeah. Who's out there? I've said this before. I don't know if it's on my podcast or other ones, but I strongly believe that trees are smarter than us. 
Look at them. Look how regal and majestic <laughs> and calm and zen they are. Remember we had that long walk around Stanley Park? Yeah. And you brought up Zen? Yeah. You were like, I don't really believe in Zen, but sometimes Zen is blah, blah, blah. And in my head, I was like, he believes in Zen a bit. I believe there is Zen. I saw a guy lying on a park. But trees are Zen. Very Zen. And they look at us like, what are you doing? I don't. (laughs) You don't want to go there with me? Well, Well, they don't have eyes looking at us. They don't have eyes or a brain. Um. Yeah, yeah, but I do believe they feel some sort of pain. You do? I think so. You think when they get chopped down, they're like, ouch. <laughs> if a tree falls in the forest, is it ouch? Well, it never says ouch. <laughs> but I, but I did have saying. a Zen moment walking here. There was yeah. a man, and he wasn't homeless, and he was lying down on a park bench yeah, uh, sleeping. Yeah. And he had his keys and his glasses in front of him. And I was like, I I don't think I've ever been that calm. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty. So your Zen moment was vicariously through this man. Yeah, I looked at him and went, I don't think I've ever been that calm. Because even when I'm relaxing, I'm not relaxing. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like I'll set up a hammock, go lie in it, and pretend that I'm relaxed. <laughs> I'll go through the steps, but I'm not ever really relaxed. Interesting. I couldn't fall asleep in a hammock, and that guy can fall asleep in a park bench. With his belongings out to be stolen, and he doesn't care. What else did he look like? <laughs> was there a businessy man side to him, or what was he going had on? Lovely running shoes. So he had been exercising, jeans, probably. Oh, no. Okay. A dress shirt. Hmm. That's nice. He, and he was like, I'm going to enjoy this weather. If you saw him. Superintendent kind of look. Ah. <laughs> Can you meditate? Can I meditate? No. Me neither. No. I go, one, I'm out of here. That's what I mean. Like, even when I'm trying to relax, I'm not actually relaxing. I know. I've likened my brain recently to <clears throat> imagine like an old lady's stuffed attic full of junk, but now gravity's gone and it's all floating and bumping into <laughs> itself. That's what my mind feels like. I guess I'll say that to the therapist. I feel really bad that this episode was mostly about my wanting to go to a therapist. You should go. She'll teach you to stop that. Yeah. Well, but then will I still be as funny? Because I use that to be funny. Yes. Okay. It'll still all be there. You'll well, know, I guess you've gone to therapy. Gonna change your, you're not going to change your person. It's just going to make you more capable at dealing with situations. It's not going to... As a comedian, do you think that you get funnier and funnier and funnier until you die? No, I think uh, my time is probably going to run out soon. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, wait. Why did I ask you that? You're self-deprecating. I've also thought stand-up's going to die for for a long time. But I can keeps, see that. It keeps reviving itself. Because really talented individuals put a new twist on the same old thing. Yeah. And you forget it's the same old thing. Yeah. And there's different generations of people that want their version of that thing. Yep. Well, sometimes I'm up there now these days talking about having a fucking kid or fucking being married. And I'm like, what? I really became this guy talking about family's jokes? But they're coming from my mind, so they're, they're just insane to, yeah. and they're my POV. Yeah. 
And I've never heard anyone say jokes like the ones I say. Who are you defending yourself against? Because, no, I'm defending myself against myself because you, we think a lot alike. Yeah. I've had the same stand-up thought totally. Yeah. Well, I mean, well. Like, why even do stand-up anymore when a guy can uh I think we grew up in a time, though, where your, our heroes, our stand-up heroes stopped doing stand-up. And became then movies. Did movies, and then their movies became less funny, and then they sort of just drift off. So what happens there? But yeah. then you get guys like Bill Burr, who 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 gained fame late, was probably a great comedian for ever. Yeah, uh, and is going to be doing well into his fifties. Uh, Louis C.K. going into his late. Yeah, and Bill Burr loves you too, right? Uh, I don't know if he loves me. He's a very nice. To me yeah i saw one of the galas uh maybe last year and he introduced you and yeah. he gave you a really great uh, introduction well, he's a nice man that's cool yeah he's uh pretty awesome yeah yeah sometimes like i'll look at like um, eddie pepitone or something and be like i can do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's still going yeah i don't know i don't know i guess if you stay connected i guess it's like anything right like those old people that aren't comedians that just get old and disconnected from the world and then hate their lives and die. I think if you stay young and stay connected, I think you can still be funny, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I'm in a place where I'm not writing anything good, so it's... That happens. Did you have a... What do you do about this mush brain when you have a baby? Jesus, I'm screwed. That's tough. I'm using it. Like, I use it on stage, but... But yeah. it, but in regular time, when I go to sit and write, oh, my God, I can't think anymore. Yeah. I can't talk. I can't even do a podcast correctly anymore. She a crier? <laughs> Not that bad, but the... the uh, yeah, we're lucky. Amy's a very, very, very good baby. Sleeps mostly throughout the night. That's good. Usually happy, but the one for a few weeks, we had a hard she time. She lights fires. <laughs> she lights fires with her mind. And how do you control that? Because she can't express herself, so we don't know what she's... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She just like sort of points her hand at something and then the fire erupts. Wait, that means she has intent. Yeah. Yeah, she furrows her brow before the fire <laughs> lights. Oh, ignites. man. I said erupts. I should have said ignite. But yeah, that's pretty cool, though, eh? And she floats. <laughs> She's going to have no use for that later in life. <laughs> Floating is the worst. What if in real life, this is the beginning of X-Men kids. Okay, here's the thing. She had a trouble taking a bottle from me because I wasn't the mom because she's breastfed. Right. That was the hard part. Okay. So sometimes Kathleen would be on the set of Mr. D or... And you had to feed. Something else. She's filming a, something else. She was away a lot this summer. So during... And you the, don't have to pump her tires. Kathleen is way more successful <laughs> than me. Way... It's totally fine. I was a stay-at-home dad, <laughs> as as Mr. D would say. I can't believe I, you did that. I don't know how you do it. But, uh, yeah, I stayed at home. And uh, so sometimes out of t- 10 hours, she would have been screaming for like seven and a half. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm that, like... That is a cry. <laughs> but just with the bottle in that scenario. Right. If I took her to Kathleen, it'd be fine. But we 
we broke through. She takes a bottle from okay. me. Takes a bottle from lots of people now. Take anybody. Fuck, it's brutal. <laughs> She's down at High Park Station right now. Just take a bottle. Taking a bottle from that guy on the bench. <laughs> no, but there were times when she was screaming where I was like, I'm, I'm going to jump off this balcony. You know? Yeah. Like, I'm done. Yeah. My brain's broken. Well, that's a beautiful thing that you weren't thinking, I'm going to throw her off the balcony. <sighs> That's a that's a glass half full, glass half empty guy. Well, I love the insanity of this because it's taboo. No one talks about it. It's insane. Some I express this stuff to people all the time now that have kids, and they're like, they just politely chuckle, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. well, you know. And it's like, no, fuck, man, because everybody's like, everybody's pretending to be these wonderful, loving parents that nothing bad is ever happening, and yeah. they don't want to say that that it is because. Then they're a failure, or they're going to think you're not doing something right. I've always hated that. I, I want I, There's times you want to throw your kid out the window. <laughs> yeah, right? I think it was Louis C.K. who said, "I never understood how uh, babies were ever found in a dumpster, and then I had kids." Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's acting on things that makes you a terrible person. Thinking things. Yeah. It's human. And, and and if you go online, there's millions of articles backing it up that it's completely natural yeah. to think that you've gone bonkers. Yeah. I'm and actually plus, writing... Plus yeah. being told, oh, having a kid is going to change your life the instant you see its face. And it did absolutely nothing for me. And I was like, okay, so what am I, a psychopath? Am I broken? Am yeah. I not a good person? What's wrong with me? It's very common. It's because I don't know this thing. Yeah. I don't just like people. I have to get to know a person. Yeah. And I got to know this person, and I, it's, now it's beautiful. But at the time, I'm like, I don't, I, don't, I don't It's just a baby now. Yeah, a friend just had a baby recently on Facebook, and they posted a pic with them, and they wrote, like, this is the most beautiful, uh, interesting, intelligent, crazy, lovely, whatever, hyperbole city. <laughs> person i've ever met in my life and it was like three days old and i was like just wait <laughs> you know what i mean how can you say all that you haven't gone fucking crazy yet you know my baby's only five months old yeah. i don't know shit still and yeah, i yeah but you're gonna start slipping into the good stuff you're gonna start slipping into the the good stuff where you know you start getting things back we're back to the ego again well she laughs and smiles and yeah, yeah that's always a good day yeah and, it's very nice. And then she's just start playing and crawling around. and With this puzzle you brought. Oh, yeah. Mark brought a nice puzzle for Amy. Uh, but yeah, I'm writing a bit now about how I, I don't think it's the way that the, you should live. But I totally get now um, why someone would be a deadbeat dad. I get it. <laughs> I get it now. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard work. Yeah. But I think you're the kind of guy uh, that's just instinctual. Like, I, rem- I remember um, hating changing diapers and hating that that's all it ever was, was feed, change diapers, sleep. And I'm like, what, what the fuck was the point of this? Mm-hmm. Uh, but never once did my body not jump to do it. Yeah. Or, like, even when I was exhausted, you just you just do it. You just instinctually do it so I, I think some people might be wired improperly those those deadbeat dads that could walk away or yeah yeah that's weird eh yeah because even though you could be like at the worst moment ever like the height of like 
the screamies, screaming's loud forever. It's drilled itself into your brain. It's chipped away pieces of your brain. You'll never get back. And you're like, this thing is a shithead. <laughs> There's still a huge part two that feels bad. And you're like, I need to fix this, though. I can't have it. It's making me upset that it's upset. Yeah. Even though you're going yeah. bonkers. You yeah. don't want to see your baby upset. That's where the that's what people don't get. Maybe I don't know. People get it, but the insanity comes from you don't want your thing to be that upset. Yeah, ultimately, and also you want it to shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I'm but in my to... utopia world, there are no babies. So no, I love that. We <laughs> this has been a huge digressy episode. <laughs> digressy junior high. Digressy junior high. <laughs> but uh, everything we talked about is really awesome. And it's uh, your POV shines through. Also, I've been a chatterbox this episode, but your basically there's your utopian world is a multiverse full of animals and no humans. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, the P- I think that's what's best for the world. Yeah, is that if we weren't here, no humans. Yeah. Ah, but isn't there a way we could see it? We could watch it? That's your ego again. <laughs> I'm an egomaniac. I need to watch the animals play. I did a, I did a show in uh, in JFL um, where it was seven minutes in purgatory. So you do your set in another room. I'm doing that in Winnipeg. Yeah. Ian Abramson. Yeah. Show. yeah. So, so you do your set in one room and the crowd's in the other room watching it on TV. And then you... There's not even a cameraman. It's just you in an empty room, headphones on your head, and you do whatever you're going to do. And I found that fi- that part was okay. It's hard, but it was yeah. okay. The part that was weird for me was leaving that room. You don't go into the other room. You never get acknowledgement from the crowd. Whoa. And you just leave. So you never smile and wave. You never wave and smile and go, yeah, thanks yeah. for listening to me. Nothing. You leave. Yeah. So... To me, that's that feeling you're feeling when you're like, but I want to see this world of animals. Yeah. And it's like, no, you don't get to. You don't need to. There's, that's not the process. That's not the purpose. Yeah. Yeah. It burns me that I can't, I'm not going to be able to see 200 years in the future. Just take a look at it. Well, just go look at a book of dinosaurs. And their giant beds. <laughs> giant beds. <laughs> and there's no people there. I'm trying to forever. Here's the thing uh, with uh, Ian's show. uh, I'm trying to. uh, The other day, I was thinking about it in my mind. Is like, did you play to the gimmick at all, or did you literally just do your stuff? I played to the gimmick. Yeah, you have to, right? I'm not gonna go in there and do my stand up. What do you think? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, because I'm totally gonna be like, oh, thanks so much, everybody. I I was. I pretended I was a vlogger in my basement, and my dad was upstairs, and he didn't love me, and I'm (laughs) just wanting him to watch my (laughs) vlog. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way I was going into that thing doing stand up. Yeah. I would have cried. Yeah. I would have gone right into myself. Got <laughs> so. Yeah. I probably could have cried in that situation if I'd wow. done what I believed in. Interesting. Like, I mean, I did. I tried to do something that was good. Yeah. But I can't take something that I'm really proud of, put it in that situation, and then have my brain uh, attack it and deteriorate it and hurt it. Because then I might never do it again. Yeah. I hate that. And you can't like... Uh, yeah. You can't build off of like any reaction. No. Which doesn't even make sense to a comedian. No, you kind of have to go in your head. Well, I think that was really funny. So I think I'll... I think they're laughing. 
Yeah, yeah. You have to be like, I know they laughed. <laughs> and no one comes up to you after the show and goes, I laughed at this part. No, because you don't even see them. Fucking hell. Uh, the one thing I I did do as a, like a sort of, I don't know, process was I promised myself that I'd commit for the seven minutes. That was hard. Yeah. Like to not break out and go... Oh, God, this is... Or just even comment on the situation, which we so often do when we get insecure. You know what concept you show uh, that I had a hard time committing to, which is weird? Uh, the one um, set list? Oh, really? Because I like riffing. Yeah. I can improvise no problem. That's one of my favorite things. Yeah. But the ideas yeah. were so crass and stupid that i kind of hated that (laughs) (laughs) why didn't you take those ideas and put them into your world i know i I wasn't good at it was a few years ago it was a few years ago and i might have been more self-conscious because it was like this big la show right you know yeah that makes sense but now i probably would wouldn't care but yeah and i still think i did all right you know, live. For those but in my head, I'm set like, list is this show where you go up and don't have a set list, and then they put weird, they put your set list, project it, and they've written weird ideas. They put like a sentence on there, and you have to run with it. You have to justify it like it's your bit. But yeah, I still think it was all right, crowd wise. But in my head, I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> and I, yeah, and it's hard to commit for that. Anyways, this has been a great chat. Oh, thanks for having me. So much stuff. Yeah, just imagine the world with dinosaurs, and that's that's the, my utopia. Oh. They lived for billions of years, yeah. Chris, and didn't kill themselves off this planet. The only thing that killed them was four extinctions that were of no fault of theirs. Yeah. That's a, that's a utopian world. It was a meteor. We're killing each other. Yeah. What is that? We're gross. <laughs> we're a parasite. That- we're rats. We are rats. The way we look at rats, that's what we are on the world. If there was a larger being than us, it would it would exterminate us in a heartbeat. The world is Dracula's ship. <laughs> Do you remember that? No. <laughs> it lands in the harbor and all these rats crawl off of it. <laughs> I don't... Sorry, I, don't I ruined it. It was such a good ending and I ruined it. <laughs> The world is rats. Your perfect utopian world is a multiverse full of animals enjoying nature. I've said this on, I've said this a lot lately, but the dinosaurs were here so long that every drop of water you drank has been through a dinosaur's penis. That's how long they were here. <laughs> That's how long they didn't fuck up this world. That every drop of water on this planet has been through a dinosaur. That's incredible. I'm trying to think of how that's possible. <laughs> because that's water is is uh, infinite. There's only so much water on the earth. Yeah. That's been here from the beginning of time. When a comet brought it or whatever, however it got here, there's only so much. Yeah. It doesn't get more. It doesn't get less. Right. We don't get more water from space. No. I never think about that. Or from Costco. If we did... <laughs> Yeah, from Costco. Where are they getting their water? Except for Costco's <laughs> bottles of water. 
They have not been peed by a dinosaur, sir. That's amazing. That's an amazing thought. Yeah. I love it. That's like someone told me years ago, or maybe I saw it somewhere, but the way that the atmosphere, there's only limited oxygen, too, that everybody here has breathed in one of Hitler's farts. (laughs) And we're like, damn it. (laughs) He got us. That's amazing. I love it. Do you have anything you want to promote? I'm going to get this up ASAP, probably tomorrow even. Uh, no. If Are you, you're doing listen. a solo JFL42 show? I'm doing a very Mark Forward performance and show, festival show. So it'll be, um, it's different every night and it's like a variety of stuff. Amazing. And that's, uh, yeah, JFL42 is one of the best things in, here in Toronto. We haven't had you on a very show. No. We should have you on a very show. I think you'd do great on it. Yeah, our paths don't cross uh, that much. So uh, we'll, we'll make that happen. That, yeah, that'd be great. I have a show called Riffington that's really fun, too, you should do. Oh, my God. Okay. It's kind of like Setlist, except I don't write stupid ideas. <laughs> Just kidding. Can I do Setlist again? <laughs> Paul Provenza? <laughs> uh, okay, great. So look for Mark at JFO42, and I'll, I'll, we'll promote more uh, when I put this up tomorrow, but... Did you have fun? I had a lovely chat. Me too. Thanks so much for coming. Thanks. Bye. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. We made it to episode 60. Mark Forward. Mark, thanks so much for coming on and hanging out and being such a nice guest. And again, thanks for bringing that nice bottle of wine for Kathleen and I and for that nice puzzle for little uh, Amy to play with later. I didn't forget her name. I just said, uh, give me a break. Uh but you should, like we said on the podcast, go see Mark at JFL42. Go see him in any time you can uh, in the city. Uh, and follow him for more updates at Mark Forward on Twitter. That's He adds a second D at the end of his name, at Mark Forward, two Ds at the end of Forward. And then there you go. And that's our, we're back. So we're going to keep it fresh. Uh, coming up soon, we've got a real special episode uh, recorded live in Winnipeg, uh, if everything goes well, at the Odd Block Comedy Festival. That's coming up soon. Tons more guests uh, coming on. And we're going to keep it regular now. Now that I'm learning how this dad thing slash comedy career can work at the same time, it's nice. So I appreciate you guys. Whatever you're doing, stop it, make a sandwich, and just let the sun touch your skull and keep listening to Utopia to Me. And you know what? Actually, if you're like me and you're missing a lot of hair on top, ladies uh wear a hat in this hot scorching sun and also what kind of bread are you using you know don't use white bread i don't know what i'm talking about but that was episode 60 we had a blast you guys are the best go out there and and love a tree they're looking at you as you heard bye